Okay. I think I think I got you. you got it? Got How it. That? All right. Look at that, man. <laughs> fucking it's a miracle. Fucking technology, man. Well, when you're dealing with technology and me, <laughs> why have a switch? Why have a switch to turn on a microphone in something that essentially is a fucking microphone? <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. I mean, the point of Zoom is to talk. Unless you're a mime, yeah. I don't see it any other right, reason for turning that switch right off. Right at the fucking top there, there's a microphone <laughs> with a little slash in there. Yeah. You hit it, it does nothing. Right. So. Right. Uh, craziness. Stupid. That's right. Damon Drummond. That's me, the one and only. Well, there's the one and only. Bunch. There's a whole bunch <laughs> if you look it up. <laughs> so, well, man, I thought I was special. No, well, you know what? You go if you Google Damon Drummond, uh, uh-huh. you get you get like you. You get it says robot art. There's Pinterest. There's Instagram. Oh, so, so I'm right up at the top. So you're the number one Damon Drummond. <laughs> <laughs> now, you own a shop called High Octane Studio. I do. That's where you are right now. Um, I'm not okay, sure what I'm so going to. Like, it's my slash house. I live upstairs, so I got a whole oh, 5,000 square foot studio downstairs. Dude, that's the dream, man. It's an old dairy. I bought an old dairy. <laughs> right. So I had a 100 by 40 garage. So I pulled in the driveway and I was like, sold. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome, man. That's that's so cool. That That is literally the dream. Um, it's so- pretty sweet. You're you're a found object artist, right? I mean, you right. can, and there could be other ways to say it, but you do everything from robot That's art. That's how I say it. Yeah, so, yeah. Everything sense. from yeah, everything from robot art to hot rods, sculptures, and basically anything that could can be considered junk turned into yeah, something beautiful. I mean, you know, I go to the scrapyard all the time and drag right. crap out there. It's you know, it's it's it is it's junk. It's, it's worthless crap until you turn it into something. <laughs> That's right. So, so now, where are you located? I know you're in Ohio, but uh, what town you're in? Copley. Copley. It's like okay. it's Akron. I got an Akron address, but it's a it's a township. I'm looking to buy a big building. Right. Look for something to open up a big store and stuff. Yeah. So, because I used to have a big old place that I sold out of, like fifteen thousand square feet. Right. And uh, I need to open something else because you know I sell to like. The movies and stuff they sell props like netflix all that stuff that's awesome so, so i want to open another store and i have like these sections where it's like 1920s 1930s 1940s and they just come in and pick stuff out right because my so, buddy he's a he works for the movie he's a set guy he builds all the sets and stuff decorates them and stuff so he gets me all kinds of crazy stuff from the movies that they that, that they don't use anymore that they used right so it's pretty sweet Oh, that's awesome. Now, do you ever provide any props to any shows or movies? Uh, now and then, yeah. Yeah. And now, how do, how do people buy your stuff? Like, since you're, you well, know. when it comes to, like, movie props and stuff, it's, they'll either, they can rent it or buy it. Okay. It's just, then, like, well, my sculpture, you talk about my sculpture stuff? Yeah, like, besides, you know, movie props, um, like, let's say I wanted to buy something from you. How would I go about it? <laughs> um, well, I did have a website, but the web, the host sucks, so I. It's still there. I got to get it back up. But usually I just put stuff on Instagram, you know, a little bit on Facebook here and there. And it's just kind of like a word of mouth. People just get a hold of me. Sure, sure. So I got, I got a, uh, I sold something to Robbie Wolf from Pickers. I nice. I sold him a rod sculpture, but he had texted me. Somebody gave him my number and he texted me. And then I just kind of showed him around, like, did a little, like, hey, I got this, I got this, I got this. And, right. He saw the hot rod thing and he wanted that. So 
of course it wasn't finished like the majority <laughs> of my stuff so i had to finish it for him and uh but no man he loved it you know and i shipped some stuff out to london for a book and they go all over the world i can't even remember where half my stuff went right <laughs> you know so i was like everybody wants this or that i'm like i don't even know where it went it's been yeah. so long so now so, the guy from american pickers did he buy that for like his personal collection or is that something yeah was, okay that's cool yeah we had dinner a few times went out to dinner and stuff and yeah the pickers were supposed to be here yeah like they came out and filmed and um did pictures and all that stuff and and then they found some other place in ohio that was like had been untouched for years and years and so they went there instead but the guy that was doing all the pictures and he said he, he's going to bring them back because he was flipping out over the place so right my place is more organized you know they want to go in that old barn where the shit's just you know been in there for 90 years yeah you got to dig through shit to find it um right so what are, what are people's what are people's like first initial reactions when they walk into see your place dude everybody that comes in <laughs> like i saw a lot on face facebook and stuff and yeah. just whatever people come up as soon as they walk in the door, they're like, oh, my God, Pickers would love this place. Yeah. <laughs> like, hey, it's funny you should say that, you know? <laughs> I mean, just from the pictures that you sent me, it's it's mind-blowing. Um, we may be visiting Ohio over the summer with Joe. Oh, okay. Uh, so I'm definitely, definitely going to be swinging by if, uh, if that's the case. Joe um, was here. Yeah. But it was back when I first kind of moved in. Right. So it wasn't, you know, I didn't put my touches on it as much. Right, right. I go uh, ridiculous everywhere I go. It's just, yeah. you know, I got, I'm surrounded by this stuff because I'm, I'm here every day, you know? Right. You got to surround yourself with cool shit. That's, that's right, man. Um, especially if it's like your passion, something you love, you know? Oh, I see these TV shows and all this stuff. And it's like, the place is just like barren. There's not, I'm like, dude, you're here every day and there's nothing on the walls. There's yeah. nothing. It's, now I know you've been, we're going to talk about the, like your TV appearances in a little bit. Uh, but I've actually been to that shop in Vegas, uh, the Porn Stars shop. Tiny. And I was, I was just going to say that. I was surprised how tiny it was. And really, there wasn't much in there when I was there. It um, looks awesome on TV, man. You get yeah. there and you're like, oh, there's a gold watch in the case. Whoa. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. And a picture of, of George, uh, you know, yeah. Morrison on the, on the wall. And then uh, the whole middle of the store was just like merchandise, you know. Right. Oh, yeah. Uh, which a- I understand. Obviously, you want to do that um but i i didn't expect any of that i, I thought i was gonna go and like look at all this crazy shit all day long and i was in and out in like five minutes <laughs> well the one whole wall is just t-shirts you know for buying yeah, t-shirts right, right that's what i mean <laughs> that's every it's every place you know it's like yeah but yeah and on, t- on tv everything looks amazing right right and there's people that stand in line like all day long to get in that place i know yeah we still in line for it wasn't long but uh they weren't there it was just uh, they're never there yeah <laughs> right <laughs> they just probably come in the film at this point that's um, what you know when yeah. i do it there, that's what happens right so for the people listening give them an idea of like what you do you know i just go to scrapyards and dig around i find just old rusty junk and just whatever and i make turn it into a, like robots and hot rods and like big like i made a big dragster it's you know it's five feet long but it's made of an old street light yeah so yeah basically you know what you said found objects you know you just take found objects that's like doesn't have a purpose except for it's a hair dryer right but you know like you get some of these old art deco hair dryers and i'll turn them into rocket ship engines and stuff like that like stuff had soul back then yeah like it designed it didn't matter it worked but it still had to look cool 
you know, now a hair dryer is a chunk of plastic with no design to it. It's just junk, man. Absolutely. Like, so everything I use is basically vintage. Right. Because, you know, new stuff doesn't have anything to it. No. Unless they try to reproduce it to make it look old. Then sometimes I'll use some of that stuff. But yeah. But yeah. Yeah. I just make sculptures out of stuff. Yeah, man. You know, and I say that all the time. Things are just not made the same as they used to be. Everything is disposable no. now. It's it's you know? made to fail, made to throw yeah. away. Right. It's like it's got a five year life and that and that's it. Um yeah. It's just yeah, it's just like, like a refrigerator, it, man. It's meant to last five years. That's it. Right, right. It's ridiculous. Throw man. it away. Right. Then you get ones from nineteen oh nine that still work. I know. Yeah. I know. Dude, it um, makes it pisses me off so bad. Like just the, the worthless garbage they make. And you know. know they have board meetings and stuff like how can we make this fail at a certain time and right right let's make this expire like, yeah 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 I, I guarantee you they do they just have corporate absolutely on how to make shit crappy you know absolutely it's all numbers man it's all money and numbers it's stupid yeah um so well, you, can't, how, you can't make money if it if it lasts that's right that's right but <laughs> you know I, at the same time i'd rather pay more for something that's going to last oh. Dude, that's my that's yeah. my life thing. It's like, hey, do you got something made in America that I could buy? Right. No. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. you're stuck with it. So how long have you been doing this? Um, since I was a little kid. I mean, not like I do now, but right. you know, I mean, I'd get in trouble because I took a vacuum cleaner apart to see what's inside it. So I could, you know, make stuff for my Star Wars people and you know, make spaceship, whatever. Right. Yeah. Like, I remember. It's all about just, I would, I would be completely always taking stuff apart or trying to make it better. Like my mom got a big Curtis Mathis floor model television, you know, the big monsters that sat on the floor. Yeah. The day we got it home, I had the back off hooking up speakers to it. Cause I had one little speaker, you know, I'm <laughs> wiring speakers in there. It wasn't stereo, but it was like, woo, this is amazing. You know? Right. But my mom's like flipping out cause she just bought it and I'm taking the whole back off and, you know, wiring <laughs> shit in there. It's like, Hey, it worked. Yeah. I was going to ask you, you know, what inspires you to start doing this? And obviously you like to see, you know, things taken apart. You want to see what makes it work, right? Oh, well, usually the stuff that's inside is way cooler than the outside, you know, because right. there's so much mechanical stuff going on inside things like a typewriter. I use the yeah. shit out of typewriters like for, for intricate, like that, the sculpture I sold Robbie from Pickers, like the majority it's, it was all made out of typewriter parts because they're super intricate little tiny pieces like whoever made a typewriter to, to start was like a genius i'm like if you take an old typewriter part it's there's thousands and thousands of pieces right it's just it's just amazing man yeah no it really is it's crazy man now you know everything's in your phone you know you don't need a typewriter. You don't need. Oh, you don't need anything. You don't even need camera equipment anymore. You, you, no. can, you can make a movie on your phone if you really wanted to. Dude, there's more technology in your pocket than it took to go to the moon, man. I know. It's really, really insane. And, you know, we can't even figure out how to put the mic on, you know? <laughs> <laughs> well, you could. I couldn't. <laughs> Dude, every, you know what? I'm like tech support for everybody. Everybody <laughs> calls me no matter what time of day or night it is. To help them with something and i don't mind doing it but i'm not a genius man i just google it. i google it you know just like right. we, just like like we did, just did you know? yeah yeah everybody googles you know oh when <laughs> yeah. did that guy die right. right and uh, to be honest with you as much as the technology i think is too much sometimes uh 
I can't imagine living without it now. Oh yeah, you got it you now. It's like, damn, like how did you get yeah. along? You know, like, like I'm the worst. I can't read a map. Yeah, you know, <laughs> so I got GPS, man. That's oh like, man, you're telling like, me. I can sit and look at a map and figure it out, but like driving down the road, looking right. one, forget about it, man. It's yeah, like, that's one of the best things technology for me, man. And how much right. stuff you can sell? You like, if you can't make money nowadays, and you got a smartphone. Like, I don't, I don't get it, man. Yeah, I know, man. It really is crazy. Um, like, I sell anything and everything. It don't matter what it is. Like, I just have that mind. I just know, like, if stuff's worth something. Yeah. And I just drag it home and sell it, man. I'll, like, I'll buy something for two bucks and sell it for $2,000. You know, it's like, not all the time, but it's crazy. Like, yeah. Because I go to the scrapyard and the stuff that they throw away, like, people are throwing. I'm like, oh, my God, man. It's like, did you look? You know what I mean? It's like, they just throw it there and it's just like, well, give me, it out of there. Give me an example. Like, like what's, what's something you found in a scrapyard that you were like, what the fuck? Well, how did this, why did this person throw this out? Oh yeah. I found yeah. gold. Like, you know, cause people, people die and then they just, they go through their stuff and they just take it to the scrapyard and throw it away. It's just like, right. I've, I've got like gold necklaces. I'm still sitting, sitting around. <laughs> I got all this stuff sitting. I, I need to get rid of it. But it's like, yeah, you know, it's like, yeah, I get to that. Yeah. Every time I'm cleaning, I'm like, oh, there's a thousand dollars. There's a you know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. It's like just somebody, finding the right the right person to to buy it or right market, whatever. Oh, I mean, I could sell it all like real quick, easy, yeah. you know, eBay, Facebook, all that stuff. But right, I just get lazy. You yeah. know, it's like I'm like, I got some money. I don't save it for a rainy day. Yeah, save it for a rainy day. If I get if I get if I'm broke, then I'll bust out all my shit. Right. But yeah, dude, it's like it's crazy, man. It's just what gets what gets thrown away man yeah so i mean besides going to like scrap yards do you go to um i mean i'm sure you go to thrift stores and things like that uh to I, find yeah, things. I, I used to go to the thrift store quite a bit not as much anymore i mean because the scrap yard it's just i you know i use a lot of metal it's mm. majority of metal stuff stuff that i can weld so right. it's you know you'll find certain things at a thrift store right but, you know, if I'm at the thrift store, I'm there to buy stuff to sell, you know, like as yeah. vintage stuff or whatever. But for for my sculptures, yeah, I don't really go there much anymore. I don't have time, man. Right. It's just nonstop. Yeah. So, yeah. Because I, I only do my sculptures in the wintertime. Because in the summertime, I'm building cars and, you know, just outside doing stuff. Right. But, you know, yeah. I got my daughter and so I've got to make time for her. You sure. Yeah. I mean... I, I've been to thrift stores and things like looking for cool old stuff. And I, I feel like they kind of know the value of it. You know what I mean? Oh, well, nowadays it's like, you know, yeah. like Goodwill has their own thing where they put it all online and sell it, you know, it's like, right. Or you go in there and it's like $300 and it's like, Ooh. exactly. That's exactly what like, I mean. Come on, man. It's like, yeah. I, I remember going into a Goodwill and you know, they have like a display case. I'm like a display case. This is other people's stuff that they got, they threw out, you know? Oh yeah. Uh, and you're selling it for, you know, what I can get it on eBay. Like I come here to, you know, get it cheaper. Right. I, I find that strange. <laughs> well, it, 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 it's kind of like, a business. It's weird because, because like, you know, nowadays they just look it up and they know, so they right. put it up high prices, but pre-internet, man, I would go to Goodwill and there was all kinds of mid-century modern furniture. And like, I remember I was at the one Goodwill or Salvation Army and uh there's an i don't know if you ever heard of an eames chair yeah well there was a there was the legit one there and the wow. one for, for 35 bucks what <laughs> and it was like 
I'm like, eh, 35 bucks. I don't know. So I passed on it. You know what I mean? And then I bought some other, I bought some other stuff. And then like, there was a Noguchi table and they're, they're big money now. And then I, I'm like, ah, I'm going to go back and get that thing. And I turn around and a guy standing with it in the line, but you know, there was no internet. So that stuff wasn't worth like a ton of money. Right. Like it is now, but now that it's worth a ton of money, you can, you have an avenue to sell it. It costs too much. Yeah. So it's There's, you know, it's like, I don't know. Cause you know, I had to struggle to make money back when there was no internet. Sure. And then eBay came along and I, I remember doing eBay when it first started. It was like, it was hard to do, man. That was before there was no cameras. When eBay started, there was no pictures of what you were buying. I, I remember that. There was yeah. no picture. I was one you of the first, I was one of the first people on eBay. I like Yeah, you, me too. Yeah. And, uh, and you had to use AOL. You had to use HTML <laughs> code. Like the, when they did, when you put a picture in, when they finally had a video, a digital camera, right? it was all HTML code to put in that shit. And it was like, yeah. I used to go out there with my video camera, like the big shoulder one and videotape what I needed. <laughs> then there was a thing called a snappy where you could image capture stuff right? off, off a of video. And that's right. what I was using, man. It was like, <laughs> now I can't even get myself to put nothing on there. I'm like, oh, that's so much work. I don't want to. But I know it is. It is, you know, and they have apps like offer up and let, and let go and things like that and you literally take a picture of what you're selling and it knows what it is oh it, yeah it's crazy man it's yeah. like, <laughs> like you take a picture like of a chair find and it's out like anything you want to know about anything nowadays I mean, yeah it, it's really crazy so what are some of like the most sought after items that you personally make that people really want that i make yeah like the you know either your like robot sculptures or, or yeah things a lot like of that. the robots people yeah. love it. those robots well, are awesome have- I make the ones that have like emotion to them. Uh-huh. I make them where they're, you know, there's, I make a lot of, I made a sad one, one. Yeah. And that's what kind of like people went boom, you know, it was called even robots get the blues. Right. And he was, he was super sad. He has got wilted flowers, you know, he took flowers to some new robot chick and she wasn't impressed, you know, cause she's <laughs> new and uppity. He's all beat up, you know, Yeah. but people love to have a story to them. They got emotion to them. Cause I see a lot of people making robots out there. Yep. And they're just like, they're just standing there. They're like, static. Yeah, so, yeah. Like you got to put some emotion to it. You got to make it, you know, like it's doing something. That's right. So yeah, with it. that was kind of my, my niche of the robots. Yeah. Yeah. With so, any yeah, kind of, with any kind of art, it's like, you got to add that emotion to it. Absolutely. And, and I, uh, I don't see much of it at all, man. It's like, yeah. plus you got to have like, when I make stuff, I got a huge, vast array of stuff to pick from. You know, like, because I've surrounded myself and I bought so much of it. I get, I like a lot of other people. They only have, like, I see their studio, a couple tables of stuff. So you're, that's all you got to work with. And it's, I won't finish a project if I don't have the right piece for it. Right. It's, it's there and I go to something else. So, yeah. I just can't get myself to use what I have if it's not right. You know, it's like, uh, yeah, yeah. You, you want to be resourceful to a certain extent um if it doesn't oh, yeah, fit sure. if it doesn't fit or you need like you have a specific idea of exactly what you want it to look like uh then you wait you wait for it that's cool that's even cooler <laughs> you know it's oh yeah I'll, I'll have like 10 pieces at a time going on yeah or i just get burnt out on something you know if it's like bigger piece that i just don't feel like finishing the problem is i'll i'll, I'll be looking for that one piece that i'm working on and i'm like ooh, what's that then i'll start something <laughs> else like oh this looks funner so that yeah. one show there and right, an right. artist and yeah i don't i don't think there's any artist that like completely just goes balls out and gets everything finished like right, right then but i'm sure yeah. there's one or two but 
I'm not one of them. <laughs> no, no, it, it makes sense. Um, what are some of like the craziest items you've acquired? Like, I mean, illegal or taboo or even like I don't know. If, <laughs> I don't know if you even believe in this stuff, but like cursed, like something that maybe had something attached to it. Yeah, I don't, you know, it's like I, don't, I always think about that stuff, you know, because it's like I buy a lot of dead people stuff, you know, it's like that, you know, people right. die and throw it away. It's like, but nothing, nothing yet that I haven't having any curses <laughs> that, I, that I know of, you know. Yeah, I mean, right? I don't. It. I have a like a foot from like the eighteen hundreds, like somebody's foot. <laughs> like it's their foot. It's like a. It's. It looks like a. You know, it's all kind of black and stuff. It looks like a mummy's foot, but it's a legit foot, man. It's like, but I bought it at a, you know, at a flea market thing. I'm like, a foot, only a hundred bucks. You know, it's from the 1800s. <laughs> so <laughs> so there you skeleton. go. I got somebody's leg hanging on the garage door. Like, <laughs> like it's, a, it's a legit leg, but it, you know, it's like one of those uh, scientific skeleton legs. Sure. That teach you, but it, you know, it's somebody's leg, man. I was offered a, uh, you know, the, um, what's their name? The, they have that big club. I can't even think. It's like a society. The Odd Fellows. Okay. Well, they always they had, a lot of these lodges had like this coffin with like a mid-sized skeleton in it, like a real skeleton. Right. You know, and somebody you you know, but it was like kind of like a look like a teenager or something. Like, it's like I just couldn't do it, man. It, yeah, it was man. Like, like where'd that thing come from? You know what I mean? It's like, and it was old too. You could tell because it was like in a wooden black coffin with like purple velvet and it just sat in there and it's just like mm, nah or like a skeleton <laughs> head i don't want nobody's head sitting around like i'll take a foot yeah like i got some dead cats like mummified dead cats right like, that are just like i got them in, literally at an insane asylum up wow. in pennsylvania that they were tearing down it was like 13 buildings on 300 acres and i had another shop and people would call me all the time and i'd go like hey we're tearing this down come, come look and see there's anything you want because you take anything you want for you know for a certain price but like building architectural stuff they're tearing it down so i could pull it out of there but right and then they're in the but this was like a whole community of little houses and stuff where the nurses and the doctors had but there was there was three dead cats up on a, a on a porch you know and the people with me are like what the fuck are you taking these cats for? <laughs> you know but they're mummified they have to be it has to be right. perfect conditions to mummify one of those right. you know but i sold one for a hundred bucks yeah, and they're just like, hey, listen, sells sells. A dead cat, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I think they, but someone bought That's, a dead cat is is the right way to say it. Yeah, right. Somebody, somebody bought a dead cat. Like you bought it for a purpose to sell it, but someone bought I it to put it in their home. Left. I have one left sitting in a box. Somewhere, one left. But, it, but it's kind of like, yeesh, you know. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's not like I have it sitting on the mantle. Yeah. So like, now, what's the? Is it legal to own like? a uh, foot <laughs> from like I a certain so. time period you know <laughs> after this <laughs> where's that a foot man yeah no no i don't even mean i don't even mean it like that like i, I just i wonder if there's a uh like a certain time cutoff where it's considered you know a vintage item and not like oh. you just have some oh, for foot. sure man yeah yeah Guaranteed, you know i mean it's like you know this one's like <laughs> literally from the 1800s so it's That's like nuts you know you could do whatever you want back then Right. Like I have a tight a tiger skull that's really old, but you can't have a tiger skull nowadays. Right. You know, there's no yeah, you know, it's kind of like elephant tusks. Yes. You know? 
if they're way, way, way back, yeah. you know, when there wasn't regulations and all this crap. I gotcha. So, I got all kind. Dude, I got so much weird shit. It's <laughs> it's it's ridiculous, man. Like, I once, um, you know, I'm into like some weird shit myself. I, I uh, not that. No, I don't. I, want, I don't want a dead cat, but um. I'll hook you up, man. I got one. Yeah. <laughs> 50 bucks. No. <laughs> 50 bucks. Even uh, I went around, I would go around to thrift shops and find some weird shit. Uh, I once bought this. Um, uh, well, I bought an item. For, it was a, like an old medical bag, like an old doctor's bag. Uh-huh. And it had all kinds of like ancient instruments in there, you know? Oh, and yeah, it, that's, that's in, cool, in, in particular, I found this like metal gas mask. It was like, it was dated back to like World War II and just a gas mask like this, not the whole like, face. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like uh, it just goes over your nose and mouth. And the thing just creeped me out, man. And uh, I just loved it. And I even got a can of like ether with it. Uh-huh. Oh, great. Yeah. Did it smell good? It, well, I couldn't <laughs> open it because the guy told me not to open it because yeah, right? it could spark and explode. Yeah. So for some stupid ass reason, I put it on eBay. <laughs> uh, and it got taken down because of the ether so oh, i yeah. just i got rid of the ether but i sold the mask and man when i had that thing in my house shit was not right <laughs> it um, uh things were just not right my wife would wake up at the same time every night and like have this like weird feeling <laughs> like, like like the brady yeah. bunch teeth guy <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> i gotta take it back exactly man the thing was definitely there was definitely something attached to it without a doubt because once it was gone it was it was gone oh i guarantee you that that happens man yeah not, yeah i mean it's like yeah it's that's that's some weird stuff you know it's yeah like, <laughs> any medical stuff is weird too like old vintage yeah. medical stuff right it's crazy though you know that's some crazy stuff yeah i like you know i like the aesthetic of it but i i you know it's you're taking a chance <laughs> i got like all kinds of gas masks, like world war ii gas masks and right i got civil war stuff and right i got like i was at the scrapyard and i found uh a bunch of nazi stuff like original nazis like the wow. big eagle flag topper wow like an eagle and it went on top of a flag yeah you know, i got rid of it because i didn't want it hanging around yeah but you know, I, it was like 1200 bucks man i got at the scrapyard that's and insane I got a, big, a big wheel cog and you know like some belt buckles well i put that uh i had some belt the german officer belt buckles with a swastika on it i put it on ebay and it was it was on there for 10 minutes and it was up to 300 bucks and then they pulled it right away you know it was like hate discriminatory i'm like dude, right. I just put it on a piece of history you know i covered up right. the swastika with a piece of tape and yeah. you can sell ss stuff on there but you can't sell that is there a place that you can sell things like that without being pulled down or Nobody that no nothing. I mean, I'm sure there's a billion places you could sell. You well, know what I mean? Basically, I'm not so asking like, to like. I don't know. Buy it myself, but like <laughs> to for you to sell it. Like how 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 do you do it? Like, do you have I, someone you personally know? You know, I don't. I just keep yeah. it. <laughs> you okay. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, like, well, I you know sometimes it's like word of mouth. You know, like I know right. people that would dig stuff, and I'll send them pictures or whatever. But right. You know, or do you do any like markets or fairs or anything like that? I used to, I used to set up the flea market like a lot. Like, yeah. it's, I don't do it anymore. It's a pain in the ass. It's so much work. Cause when I did it, I, I'd bring two box trucks full of stuff. Right. You know? Cause I'm there to make <laughs> some money. I'm not bringing like putting shit on my hood. 
right you know, <laughs> pulling it out of my trunk man i'm like sell i'm selling some shit yeah so yeah i saw i mean i sold a ton of stuff but it was like oh my god you got to pack up these trucks and put it out on there and then you know, then you got to pack it, what you didn't sell, pack it back up and then unload it. I'm like, uh. <laughs> so I started, I was yeah. doing the, um, the, it was twice a year. It was a real big one at the Parkville flea market. They'd have it twice a year. Or if they have like a special event, I'd set up at that. And like, you know, I put my sculptures out there and stuff like that, but right. you know, definitely wasn't going to get rich from it. So, so it what do you, money, you know? yeah. What do you sell? Uh, like on average, like a, one of your little robot sculpture. I, well, first of all, I don't mean to say little, like, are, are, are they little? Are they big? Yeah, they're not little, man. <laughs> no, they're like, you know, it depends. Like some of them I got are four feet. Some of them are six oh, feet. Oh, wow. Two feet, you know, it just depends. Yeah. You know, I have one that he's probably like, the robot himself is probably like seven inches tall. They're all over the place. Right, right. But, you know, but you're talking like price-wise? Yeah, like, I guess, you know, give me a, a price range yeah, from see, that's small all to big. Over, like, like. I'll have some that'll start at like 400 bucks okay. the lowest, you know, then, then go up. Yeah. So, you know, like then I'll have a big one, you know, that I'll, it'll be 10 grand. Right. Like for like a life size robot or whatever. Yeah. So, cause I'm making a, uh, at the moment, uh, like an, I don't know if you know what a board track race or motorcycle is no. from like the, like Harley stuff, like from the very early, the teens, when they first started there, they used to race them on wooden boards on on board track. So oh, they're called board track racer, but you know, I'm obsessed with these motorcycles and they're, they're from the teens, you know, early teens to like 1920, whatever, but I don't have 200 grand to buy one. So I'm building an exact, a sculpture of one that when it's done, it'll look exact. You won't know that it's not a real motorcycle. Of course it won't run. Right. But you know, so I'm building that, but you know, when I'm done with that thing, it'll be in the twenties, you know, 20 some thousand dollars but wow. it, it's legit. Like I'm making the, I'm doing the engine, right? I'm building the engine right now. Yeah. So, and it's, uh, but like, it's just made out of junk. Right. You know, there's no internals, <laughs> but the coolest part when you get, when you're doing it like that, you could add whatever you want to it. Cause it doesn't have to run. So you can make it look all crazy and you know, like, but so I'm hoping that, you know, if it's going to take well over a year to finish, cause wow. you know, I'm, I'm a perfectionist when it comes to that stuff, you know? So, yeah. Yeah. You know, if you're going to get some good money out of it, it's got to be legit. You know, you want yeah. these people to like, I want to take it to some like bike shows, like the race of gentlemen. I don't know if right. you've heard of that nah. up in Jersey. It's like the, it's like the hot rod motorcycle. They race on the beach. Oh, wow. It's freaking awesome, man. That's cool. But, and, uh, but it, you know, I want to take it up there with the, it's, it's this vintage goodness of like, true hot rods and true motorcycles and you know it's not like street rods with you know it's vintage everything but i want to take it there and put it in a lineup and people are you know thinking i pulled this out of a barn you know right. like drumming drum i want to put drum and motorcycle works on it you know like but it'll be like you know it's gonna be legit of course i won't want to sell it right. when I, you know, <laughs> that's the problem i'll finish stuff and i'm like ah, sell that. yeah so actually but, yeah, i was gonna ask you that like do you get money talks? You know, do you make something that you're like, oh man, I'm gonna make a good good money off of this, but I just I don't want to sell it. I want to keep it. And do you? Oh keep yeah, it? All, <laughs> every time I make something, it's like every yeah. almost everything I make is this. It's the same exact way, you know. It's like, right. But you know, then you have it around for a little bit. You kind of like, and you'll make something better. 
that's another thing like with when i'm making stuff i'll make something like oh, this is amazing i can't top this then i make something else that's even better you know and right. better and better and better and it's just like because i go back to my my very like first robots that i made and that people were loving and they sold them you know and i'm just like people thought this was cool it's right. horrible you know what i mean but it's like but they dig it you well know? So, if you if you're putting your passion into it people can see that in the work whether it's not advanced enough yet right it's still there the love's still there <laughs> oh my god i mean i was looking at it the other day like on my my old what the hell is that oh there's something in my house from one of those dead foots i was gonna say <laughs> <laughs> picking shit around now yeah you're, but, you're talking about it so it's uh it's coming around <laughs> but it's like yeah it's like oh my my skill level has like changed so much because i was looking at my stuff from way back and I'm right it's like holy crap that's horrible right <laughs> but people bought it and they were just like and they and they still have it and they love it you know yeah I mean? well i look and at I'm, it like i look at I'm it like anything you know I, don't be because i look at it like anything else like even music you know like maybe the first album the band put out was oh. just kind of just kind of oh, sucked sure. but they get better yeah. as they go on but you still loved it right you loved it for a reason back in the day and, like what was your first podcast like yeah. you know what i mean oh so, dude <laughs> it's like no it was fucking horrible <laughs> but you gotta start somewhere right? yeah my first couple ones are just like i don't even know man just stupid <laughs> just stupid um i mean i i don't think i even put those online like i had to get a little better before i even put the first one out you know right but i like to look back on it it's funny right you know oh yeah it's like that it still exists you know what i mean right you right keep it forever now I want to ask you about that guy, that guy in the background, because I saw him in pictures, and I, I Let's get, which think guy? he's the guy with the tongue. Um, yes, that dude, that dude right there. Let's see if I can bring him over here. Yeah, my my buddy made that for me. Where the yeah, yeah, he's just made out of stuff, you know, like foam and. <laughs> he's so cool, man. But yeah, it's just my buddy made, and I tried to get him to make me other ones, and he wouldn't make. He used to do like special effects out in Hollywood. Right. And, you know, I wanted this rat fink dude and he just kind of, so he's got, he just made them for me, you know, like someone yeah. started making my own. Right. Cause it's, you know, it's just made out of foam, you know, right. I got all this crap, you know, there's, you know, all That's my, all my hot rod models and just, you know, wow. stuff. If you, yeah. You look over here, there's, Oh yeah. There we go. There's cars, old Studebaker. Yeah. Wow, that's so cool, man. There's the very first Honda ever made or brought to America. Honda wow. 600. No way. Yeah, it's got uh it's got 10 inch tires on it. It's, what? It's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. It's got Dude, it looks tires. like a it looks like a Yugo. <laughs> it's it's smaller than a Yugo. It's got a, wow. it's got a motorcycle engine in the front. Wow. <laughs> it's got a 600 season. That's crazy. Now you have um you've acquired Dan Auerbach's car, his Subaru, yeah, right? The guy from the Black Keys. Yeah, his, his Subaru. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now, how yeah. did that deal? How did that deal happen? Like, did you buy it directly from him? It's a Subaru Forester, by the way. Five, nice. five speed with a sunroof. He didn't nice. see it, you know, the whole nine. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I was cleaning that thing out, and there's guitar picks in the back and all kinds of crap. And, That's cool. But, uh, no, my my buddy is his uh his wife or girlfriend 
is related to Dan's ex-wife. Okay. Stephanie. So, and, uh, and Dan would go over to Ronnie's house for Christmas and stuff. And, you know, Ronnie sold him some guitars and, and Ronnie wound up with his Subaru. Right. Cause, Cause it was hers. And then he got something different and, uh, he gave it to me. So, but I have to keep fixing it. Like yeah. the whole strut tower in the back just completely rusted out. And I, I weld that all up and shit. And man. then, you know, but it's a cool little car. I, you, you know, know what? That's a piece of rock and roll history right there, man. It was free too. It, it was, was free. free. Yeah. He, gave wow. me, he was going to give me, he was going to charge me a thousand bucks, but then he's like, he felt bad. So, so <laughs> yeah, know. even better, man. Even better. That's awesome. I know you kind of wonder like, is that thing worth anything? You know, I guess right. it's just a Subaru. It's like nothing. Well, nothing fancy but you know it's kind of like johnny cash's cadillac or whatever well you gotta i think of it like that like he was going around you know hustling trying to get you know his music out there in that oh, car like the, you know the they're legit man they're like yeah chill. like it was funny because i was working on that <laughs> i was putting a uh power steering line on it last night and uh because it was leaking all over the place right and i had spot i had spotify on and i'm like working underneath this car and then the black keys rolls on you know I'm yeah. like that's just kind of weird i'm like working on this <laughs> car that dan owns and the black keys are playing in the background and yeah <laughs> i know it's just kind of one of those yeah i don't know i mean like there, i'm yeah. sure there's like some huge huge black keys fan you know what i mean like just just goes crazy over them and like and you say hey this is dan's car because the right. title the previous owner said dan arbop on it right? so right. it's like like to them like, is that car like, oh, my God, I could drive around in something he was driving. You know right, what I mean? Right. So, but to me, it's just, you know, it's just some it's a Subaru. Subaru <laughs> well, that gets me through the winter. The guitar picks and stuff like that, finding things like that are cool. You know what I mean? Like as someone yeah, who I mean, I, it was I a huge fan would would be like, yeah, that's, you know, that's pretty that's pretty cool. Because I'm, I'm a huge fan of the Black Keys. You know, I went yeah. to Cleveland concert and all that. And Dan was at my my other shop. I used to place the bomb shelter I used to own right me and another guy but uh yeah dan dan was there we had all kinds of people uh billy gibbons was there hanging out in my studio with me wow you know like that dude is so awesome you know what i mean yeah he was there for over an hour just hanging out and, and I, I i literally had wasn't set up a big hardback book of billy gibbons in my studio and he was yeah. like oh wow you know and it, so he was drawing pictures in it and on his phone flipping to telling me all kinds of stories and you know i don't know if i sent you a picture of billy and the dragster uh, yes you did yeah so, you did you i'll know. throw i'll throw it in the video but that dude is like <laughs> that dude is the coolest humblest guy because he had put me on the the guest list for his show up there in akron right uh, and i went there and i'm just like sitting there listening. third song rolls in and he just stops the concerts he's like yeah you got to go to my buddy's shop like his his store, you know, he's got the coolest shit. It's like, you know, I just met him one time and he's telling the whole audience to go to my place. You know, it's like that's awesome. <laughs> he gave me his business card, his his personal business card. It just says uh it says friends with Billy Gibbons, <clears throat> friends with Eric Clapton and his number, and that's it. <laughs> and Clapton has the that's hilarious the different, you know, the opposite card. Yeah, yeah. No, sir, that's so, awesome. <laughs> yeah, so Eric Clapton, friends with Billy Gibbons. Yeah. So Oh, Pat Carney, he was at the the shop and yeah. Uh, now you have social, social D. Oh, uh, Mike Ness. Yeah, Mike Ness was there. That's sick. 
there's all kinds of people that come in there all the time yeah so of course i'm not part of it anymore but yeah went and did my own thing absolutely so now you also have frank yankovich's tour bus no i found his tour bus you you found it 15 minutes for me i'm supposed to cut the whole the whole side of it off where is it it's just in the middle of nowhere it's an actor man it's like i went to look at a van it's a, a a buddy of mine i know i didn't know it was there i went to look at a van he was going to get rid of and you know i moved these weeds around because the the van was behind the bus and i'm just like i pull these things and it says frank yankovic you know it's like king of polka like he's elvis you know in the polka world right right he king of polka he inspired you know? weird al right right yeah they're not yeah. related they right right name, but yeah it's like so it's like they wouldn't let me buy the whole bus but you know it's roached you know there's you it's beyond repair right but the the whole side of it's still there you know it says frank yankovic on it and yeah. i got pictures of him driving that bus and it's the exact bus so i'm trying to get the uh you know i got to get it it's a lot of work to cut this thing off and now it's like zero degrees out so right right but it's your it's yours though essentially like once you can get out there i hope so they don't get rid of well the guys the guy that owns it is in his 90s right so you know so i gotta (laughs) i gotta get the problem is i don't really have nowhere to put it once i get it cut off yeah because this is like a a 25 foot long bus right you know (laughs) and it's from the it's from the i think the late 30s the bus is or early 40s you know it's sweet it is it's cool looking i'll put up some pictures too of that yeah i mean but it's like you know that's that's a that's a huge piece of history especially like cleveland he's from cleveland you know so right it's yeah if you're into polka you know who that dude is (laughs) right right i'm not a a huge polka fan but i know like that's legit that's his oh absolutely absolutely i mean ever had you know there's not many huge polka artists and if there is that's that's, you know what i mean that's that's him and that that bus is on his album cover too right which is pretty pretty cool so yeah yeah, yeah. but you know there it is 15 minutes from my house to go look at some shitty van that i didn't buy right (laughs) frank yankovic you know polka man yeah um so now you've been on some tv shows uh pawn stars american restoration lost yeah some episodes of pawn stars selling them stuff and uh American Restoration, I had something restored, and then uh, Discovery Channel, like, lost and found. They were filming at my other shop, and, you know, just a bunch of, you know, different other yeah. venues. Like, what did you sell on Pawn Stars? Uh, the first one I sold to Chumley, it was, a, it was an antique grocery store, like a toy that uh, from the 30s. They had okay. like groceries, in it, and it all folded out, and it was like, but I got it at the scrapyard for 50 cents, you know. <laughs> So I, I, I sold it for a hundred bucks and right. I didn't care, you know, I yeah. was just there to go have fun. Yeah. Be on the and show. Fuck it. The other ones were these, uh, Chevy, uh, hood ornaments off a car. You know, the ones that had like the flying ladies on them and stuff with the wings. Right. And yeah. Yeah. Super yeah. art deco. I had five of those. I got at the scrapyard, but like in the, in the thing, they, they, they're not allowed to buy car parts in the state of Nevada. Pawn shops aren't really, you know, yeah, so they but they sold they bought the one off me as a paperweight, you know. A paperweight. So, <laughs> yeah. Wait, but, so that's I gotta you can't buy car parts. Yeah, for, for some reason in the state of Nevada, they're regulated a pawn shop. They can buy a whole car, but they can't buy parts of a car. 
really weird even if it's like something vintage like that like just yeah yeah, anything even the producers didn't even know like you know because i had sent them the stuff and the producers didn't even have a clue when we were filming so that's interesting everybody thinks it's like completely scripted you know like no you just roll you walk it you know you it's to a point you know you can't just like walk into hey i want to sell this yeah yeah start filming you they gotta know what's happening (laughs) set up like months in advance and you know i set my stuff out there but it's it's a legit deal you know you're making a legit deal you're negotiating with them you you don't have to sell it whatever so yeah that part's all legit you know you can only make reality tv so legit right yeah like when you do pickers and stuff everything's got to be set up yeah you got to know where you're going what you're doing you can't just show up someone's house and be like i want to go see your shit (laughs) yeah you got you got to get permission you got right right yeah so you know but it's it's fun yeah, my buddy Big Mike, he's uh, if you if you've watched those shows, yeah. he's on there like all the time. He was on there so much he got his own show, but that's how I got on TV because I sold Big Mike a an ice cream bike, a three wheeled ice cream bike, good right. humor from like the forties, uh, and then he uh, then I you know that's when I met him and we just kind of hit it off, you know, and then he told the producers and all that stuff, left field production company about my stuff and what i do and so they would just start calling me or whatever and be like hey what do you got and i just every once in a while they'll call me up and i'll just send them a bunch of pictures and shit like yeah. for like palm stars if mike or if rick likes it then you know he fly out there but we'd fly out there together me and mike and he'd do his episodes i do my episodes like, oh, that's awesome know, like he's like one of my best buddies now he's like the dude's super cool man yeah like <laughs> Uh, remember those girls that got abducted for 12 years up in Cleveland? Yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, in the bit. Well, they did a movie called uh, Cleveland Abduction. It was a movie about that. Okay. I was in. I was in the movie, and the uh, no shit. I was talking to Raymond Cruz. He's he plays Ariel Castro. Raymond Cruz. He played Tuco on uh, Breaking Bad. Uh, oh no and, shit. Yeah. So I was talking to that dude, and but we were on the set where the. Uh, where she gets abducted for the first time in this like hair salon, not like right. a store where they sell. Um, and this creepy ass dude is leaning up against the um, Coke machine. I'm like, who let that guy in? But that was Raymond Cruz in character as Ariel Castro. Okay. Just looking creepy as fuck. You know what I mean? It was yeah, yeah. Like, but they had a truck. His, they had his truck there. Like it was a Ford F100 and they had in the back they had the plywood in the back so all the cameras and they took the back window out so they could film and on the passenger side they took all the door handles and shit off so the women couldn't escape once they were in there and uh we were on a set where his house was and the truck was there again and they were and i I wanted i tried to buy the truck you know i wanted the truck so but they leased it from somebody you know it was a creepy looking old red truck right well then i found i I was looking for a, a winter beater and it showed up on, it was on Facebook and it said, Oh, it was used in a movie too. You know, and I asked the lady, I'm like, she's like, Oh, it was in that Cleveland abduction movie. I'm like, I'll take it. So five <laughs> years later, I wound up with the truck, you know? Wow. So I'm driving this truck around all you know, and it, it looks like a creeper truck. You know, my girlfriend's like, I'm not driving. Like that. I tell people the story about it. And she's like, quit telling people about that thing. Like they literally had the truck blessed right after the movie it was blessed wow 
So, uh, I definitely, I gotta, I gotta put this part in the podcast now. I hope, I hope Jen don't mind. No, no. But you know what I mean? It was like, this truck was blessed. And it like, so I had it for about a year. Right. The funny thing is like the day I bought it, I was driving it home and it kept fucking up on me. It was like driving weird, you know? And it was like, well, here are the, um, the part of the air pollution control system. There's a big, there's a gasket that blew out, you know, and it was sucking all this air. So it had a big, big vacuum leak. And so I'm fixing it. And I pulled this uh, pod thing off for the, the vacuum canister. And it's big old, it has a big old sticker on the front. It says 666. It's like, <laughs> it's like Ooh, what, what did I do? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, but, you know, it was like, and I picked up my daughter from school and that thing a couple of times, you know, and I'm just like, ooh, this is embarrassing. <laughs> you know, I just wanted it. Just, you know, yeah. as a beater, I wanted a beater truck. It was, a, it was a 84 F100, you know, right. just to ride around the winter. And I just happened to find that truck like it was kind of like meant to be, you know? Yeah. It's like I tried to buy it five years ago because I had a 58 Cadillac that I took up there, drove up there to be, it was supposed to be in one of the scenes. Right. I was just, a, I was an extra in the movie, you know, like I had the tattoos and all that stuff. So they wanted me like walking down the street. Then they wanted me to be out in front of the, where the, um, when she was getting abducted and stuff like that. Right. So that's how I met Raymond Cruz. He came out and bullshitted with me about the, she she absolutely hated that truck, you know. Oh, it's know. gone. It's but, gone now. Yeah, I sold it. Yeah, <laughs> I kept having too many. Dude, it kept breaking down, and having problems with it all the time. I'm like, maybe I should just get rid of this thing, man. Yeah, that's the, yeah, the like we talked about earlier. That's the curse. That was my curse yeah. truck. You know, it said six 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 on the yeah. on the engine. That'll do it, man. So, <laughs> but you know, is there anything on the horizon for as far as like um your own show like? you know doing your own thing even like in, independently pr produced yeah i don't know i don't know man it's just like you know yeah when i had my other shop we had they had come out and they wanted us they want to do a show and um yeah they were just they came out and filmed like a sizzle reel and all that stuff and nothing ever happened of it so yeah I know. I'm waiting for my big break. You know. Yeah. I, yeah, just, I, I, know, I know. I'm on everybody else's shows. I want to have have my own. I guess. You know. Absolutely, man. Yeah. So, I mean, there's so many avenues now. You know, like obviously you'd want to get on a network or, or something like that. But even starting like a YouTube, you know, show. That's one thing. I, there's such I a big market. Making, I started making some videos, YouTube videos. Okay. But th it was like me and my girlfriend filming it, and it looked like crap. You know, because it's like we did it with an iPhone. It would it was in the wrong angle and stuff. So it's got this little tiny window. Right. So, but no, I, I definitely want to do some YouTube stuff. Yeah. Cause it's like, it, you know, it'd be cool of what I do in my place. And absolutely. So. Even just, even just like building one of the, you know, your, your robots and things like that would be. Oh yeah. Cool I mean, it's to see, you know, it's amazing how many people take the time to like, you know, I'm going to put a carburetor on a car and they take the time to show you how to do it. You know, you can right. fix anything. Just get on YouTube. Oh, that, that's guy. So, I know. Yeah. <laughs> I want to get involved. Like I said, you know, my tech technology skills aren't real good. So, but that's all right. You, you got the basics. Um, yeah. You got to start somewhere and get it done. Yeah. So the whole point of this show basically is to like inspire people to find your passion and, and live it and actually do it, you know? Oh yeah. Um, awesome. Thanks it. man. Thank you. I mean, this is certainly in outside of the box way of life that, that you live. Um, now, it's hard work and it's a lot of work, but it's not work. Oh, dude, it's, I haven't had you know a what I'm job. Saying? 
25 yeah. plus years. Like right, I don't right. get up and go to work. You know, yeah. I, mean? I get up right. and go to the scrapyard. Right. But it's like, <laughs> it's like Christmas. You don't know which, like right. I never, ever get sick of going to the scrapyard and yeah. digging through stuff ever. Yeah. So like, you know, my girlfriend, she had to get up this morning at like six o'clock. She's a school teacher and go to school. And it was like negative, negative one. Right. You know, and I feel bad, like, but she's going to retire <laughs> here and work. Cause I'm like, I'm looking for another building to open up a, another business. Yeah. But I can't find, I, I find it, but then the taxes are $15,000 a year. I'm like, yeah. I'm not spending over a grand a month just on taxes. So. Yeah, no, that's crazy. But yeah. So I keep, I, I keep finding buildings, but I just, you know, just ain't meant to be. So. Right. Um, yeah. But I mean, I'm, I'm her future plan. So. I'm, right. <laughs> I'm the same way, man. You know, I mean, I've never really had like a standard kind of job. I just do a bunch of odd bullshit to make money. And then I do the things I yeah. love to do in, in my, in my time. Um, you know, this isn't like, at least right now bringing money in, you know, but yeah, this is like my 70, 70th episode and I fucking love doing it, man. And I do oh, other, you know, I do other shows too. Like I do this live sometimes, but look how many uh, cool people you get to meet. You know what I mean? it's great so man awesome. i'm in a garage awesome, i'm in a garage freezing and uh <laughs> i don't care me because too. it's it's so much fun to just meet people talk to people network and just you know i mean i've gotten jobs out of it like i've gotten because i do graphic design and things like that i've gotten design jobs out of it oh, um yeah. nothing like sure. insane but right like i just do odd shit just to make it you know my wife is in school as well she's a uh she's an administrator yeah um, so yeah, she, I mean, she works from home ever since COVID pretty much. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I feel bad when she's got to go to work and I'm in the garage talking to Matt Hoffman and Damon Drummond. Yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> yeah, Matt Hoffman. I can't believe he had hit him on. Uh, yeah, that was, that was nuts, man. And it's because he knew Joe, you know, otherwise I don't think it would oh, even yeah. happen because he doesn't, he doesn't do interviews. Um, so that was like a really rare the thing that I got there. And that was, that was really cool. I was nervous. Good old fuck. Joe. Well, that's why I'm here. Yeah. 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 Joe's got me. Uh, one of the guys I have on the show all the time. I don't large Ray uh, is a bike BMX guy. Okay. I met him. I see one of your episodes of him. Oh man. He's ridiculous. We just have, we just, we just bullshit for an hour and two hours, whatever it is. And people like it. It's just so stupid. I drive in my car and I put on those, you know, talk radio things. Right. Instead of instead of music, it's just fun listening to people bullshit. Yeah, 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 and that's exactly what it is, just bullshit. And uh, we we laugh, make you know, make ridiculous jokes. Oh, for um, sure. And there's another guy I got from Joe, you know, so he's got me some interesting people. He's definitely part of making this this happen. Yeah, um, I, used to, I mean, riding with Joe back in the day, that was so awesome, man. It was so fun. Yeah, but. We just sit in the background while Joe did all his shit, and then we like make us look bad. Yeah, <laughs> none of us could do anything that Joe did. You know what I mean? We he thought was, we could ride. Yeah. We were cool, and then we yeah. rode with Joe, and we we're like, "Yeah, fuck." <laughs> yeah, you he's know? fucking. You know, bouncing on one, <laughs> bouncing on one wheel. You know, and you're like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." Doing I'm, handstands and shit. I'm fucking hitting my my ankles with pedals. You know, <laughs> yeah. I'm doing. I, I did the wheelie. Look at that. Yeah, did yeah. You see it, bro? <laughs> yeah. No, I didn't see. Right, it. right. Um, so I want to ask you this, what's one piece of advice you would give in an, an aspiring artist who doesn't know where to start? Like most artists, let's face it, you know, they start off broke <laughs> a of lot course. of them, and a lot of them stay broke, but what's one piece of advice you can give them to like, to get it started. You just got to stay with it, man. You know, I'm like, if yeah. it's something you want to do, it's like your, 
like you've got a passion for it right just do it you know what i mean it's just yeah. give it a try if it doesn't work you know if it doesn't work it doesn't work but just right you know do it move on to the next just keep that's you what know, i do like, i just do everything <laughs> like people always just like aren't you afraid like not having a regular job like dude right. it's like i couldn't make the money that i make going and getting a job and like working for somebody at a set you know what i mean right if i can make three grand a day if i wanted to yeah if with all my shit dude i got so much shit to sell and it's just like <laughs> yeah. you know but yeah but i just like you know when i bought this place it, it's in you know it's in copies and a good it's a good area because before i was you know i had places there two thousand dollars a month to rent right. a warehouse you know yeah i bought this place and it's like it's like a little over 600 bucks a month with what? insurance and you, you live there I mean? and i live there upstairs we got a 1400 square foot apartment above Dude, it. that 5, that's insane square foot that's it's 100 by 40 garage yeah. we're on four acres you know i got a river behind me we got, you know it's like so dude i live in a shed <laughs> on a fucking like ten thousand square foot lot and this, uh, you know, like i said this is a good area you know my daughter goes a good school three times that yeah it's like 640 bucks a month that's insane and it's that's you know, insane it's not, i gotta get to the, i gotta get the fuck out of here you know because i keep thinking i want to you know i got like 100 acres behind me i ride my dirt bike on yeah. i don't have 100 acres but it's just empty land you know right what I mean? right so, it's so that's crazy it's, it's awesome man it's like you know but then like if i could rent i could i could rent this place out for three grand a month yeah but, but you know it's like renting places man it's just the worst you well yeah now you're a landlord yeah you know now you gotta like, like worry about tenants <laughs> like i can't believe like how much it costs to rent a one bedroom apartment now i see on facebook and stuff and it'd be like 1200 bucks and i was like oh man dude you can't get on long island where i am you cannot get an apartment one bedroom for less than 2500 it's, it's like well you know that's like california long island that kind of stuff but like yeah just like in a regular akron or whatever it's right. like right. 900 dollars for a crappy one bedroom i'm like oh, yeah crap. yeah you know, uh, that, that really would be a dream here but uh i understand what you're saying that you know it's, well, it's you've lived there forever though haven't you yeah well we lived in connecticut for a while but i mean it's not much different Oh, okay. um i i want to get i want to get out of here <laughs> it's just so, it's it's so ridiculous here man it's so oh, ridiculous I, I could see like with me there's like no stress of like oh, i gotta pay the mortgage i'm like oh it's right you know what i mean so right. it's like but it makes you lazy too though you know like ah, fuck, i don't <laughs> yeah. make any money right now so it's like but yeah yeah it's my girlfriend found this place we pulled in the driveway it's like 800 feet off the street. We didn't even get in the house. We're like sold. Yeah. You know, right. $139,000. That's sick, but, man. That's but so it's insane. A weird, but it was an old dairy. So it's right. kind of like, you know, everybody wants the 5,000 square foot house with the 1,400 square foot garage. I got the opposite. Right. <laughs> but upstairs, you know, it's, it's pimp upstairs. You know, we got, yeah. you know, it's got two bedrooms, it's the, the living room and the, and the kitchen's all one open right it's got a bathroom it's got a laundry room yeah you know, 1400 square foot some people don't even have that as their house yeah my house is barely that dude <laughs> you know what i mean so i mean it's, it's like, bigger than that but it's it's yeah it's it's yeah, crazy the big, big like my last place was sixteen thousand square feet yeah the warehouse <laughs> I lived, you know? but it was like it's too big you know you get right. too big it couldn't heat it right 
it was an ice tomb in the, in the winter time but yeah so man so yeah i'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna find something eventually because i just want to sprawl out and get bigger and bigger absolutely man well i i wish you the best of luck man i hope to see i hope to see you out there i hope to see you on something something tv youtube anything man because your shit is really amazing and oh, actually before we go i wanted to talk about your girlfriend's art what's her what's her name jen jen uh dude <laughs> i so basically I, I basically probably like that yeah what jen does is she takes you get like you'll get like some thrift store paintings it could be of yeah. just like a mountain or something something kind of generic yeah, those really bad thrift yes store, you know yes I mean? like starving artist ones and she'll take it and add things to it that like oh, what's a good example uh some some of the ones you sent me i'm gonna put some pictures up like the one is like uh she i got it it's like a it's like a lake with the mountains in the background and she put the nautilus from Twenty Thousand leagues in the sea under the sea there yes the, yes with a big giant octopus grabbing it and the two guys escaped They're yeah like look at that right now so they, these are just so cool man they're they're so cool um there's one with the like one? there's like an asian one but they put like she put street fighter characters yeah, in she it did the street fighter dude it's so good just added <laughs> just the two the th there's three guys like the two street fighters and there's a girl sitting up on the roof yes yes and then she did the swirls in the sand but other than that that the regular picture right i didn't have a, a before picture because i like to show the befores and then the after you know yeah but no that that those are so cool i'm gonna put those up and um where can is there anywhere online people can see those uh as, as of right her, now she puts them on facebook and her um instagram but i don't i don't know what her well jennifer avers okay her, i've seen a lot of people doing the whole you know yeah altering pit paintings but some of them are just horrible I'm not oh, gonna yeah. mention that this oh, one yeah. guy does. I'm not gonna <laughs> say his name or nothing, but it's it's he's got like tons of people like loving it, but it's like what the it's so bad. It's like like he he doesn't put feed or nothing. He hides it with something. It's just like right. it looks like he took like a color forms and like he cut something out and then put it on there. Right. She blends all her stuff. She knows colors really well, so she yeah. likes. It's supposed to look like it that it's been there, you know, but like. That's exactly what it does look like. It looks like it, it's naturally made like that. And that's what's so cool about it. Like some um, stuff, people don't even notice it. Yeah. Because it's it's in there so well that they don't have a clue that it's, uh, right. you know? Yeah, it's it's really cool. Um, and where can we find your, like, do you have an kind of online, I know your website's down, but like an online portfolio besides Instagram? Uh, no. <laughs> okay. So I'll put your, just, I'll put your Instagram. I just pretty much use Instagram. I used to use Flickr. I don't know. I guess there's stuff on there still. And, um, like, like when you said you looked me up, there's a bunch of stuff. A lot of that goes back to Flickr. Okay. Picture stuff, but right, right. I haven't been on that in years, man. Yeah. I don't but, even think that like, I mean, I, it still exists, but I don't think people use it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's kind of like MySpace, you know? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> the things become antiquated account, quick. Yeah, <laughs> so, self-promotion that's ridiculous oh you have no idea man me too like i <laughs> this this really relies on social media and i suck at it yeah. um so there's those people that are, <clears throat> those people that you know it's like oh i got 17 million views yeah yeah like, i you know if i, I get a hundred if i get like 300 views i'm like holy shit man <laughs> Right? I fucking, I've made it. <laughs> yeah, like I'll post stuff on Instagram, you know, and it's yeah. 
wow yeah (laughs) (laughs) it's like a hundred i just i i don't have the the time or the patience to do it i need someone to like do it for me you know but i'm not at that point yet so i mean i guess Uh. i just i got such a passion for it i'm not really into it to like right get famous for it you know i I just love doing it and so absolutely and that's all you need to do really you know um, but if you want to, you know, unfortunately in this day and age, if you want to sell shit, you got to really oh, put it out real, there. You trust know, me, it'd be real nice to be famous and known about it, but you know, it's like, right, right, right. I, I do what I do, you know? Yeah, absolutely. So, well, it's, it's honestly, man, it's really inspiring. And, uh, I hope I get out there in the summer to check it out. Cause I'd really love to oh, see it. You definitely got to come out here, man. And, um, I have one more question that I ask everybody and, uh, sure. it's a really easy question. On a scale from one to hell fucking yeah, being that would be 10. Um, how much fun did you have being here today? I'm gonna go with a one. <laughs> I've been waiting for that. Like this sucked. One. <laughs> See you later. Yeah. <laughs> no, man, it was hell fucking yeah, dude. It was awesome. right. Awesome. Yeah, so, man. One know. time I always get health, uh, I always get hell fucking yeah, but one time I got an I, eight. And I was like, dude. <laughs> an eight. I was like, I appreciate the eight, but I'm not asking you as like, you know, like a friend or anything. I'm asking you because I want you to say how fucking yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. What pe- I mean, what do, what do people think of that name that you have? Like, because when I, know, tell, I tell people like, yeah, there's a, a podcast. I'm like, hell fucking yeah. And they're like, what? Yeah. <laughs> it's really funny because when I first started doing this, I didn't even think about that. I was just like, uh-huh. It's something I say all the time, you know, or like yeah. an, an emotion, you know. Um, and then I was like, you know what? As I was going on, I was like, is it too much? Like, is it going to turn people off? And you'd be really surprised how many people really dig it. Like, um, you know, you know the show Hoarders. Yeah, yeah, I watched I, that video of that dude. Uh, Matt Paxton, right? Yeah. Right. He, um, you know, he's really cool, and but he deals with like like real companies he deals with um right yeah like a A and e and history channel and pbs and like penguin he just put out a book so he deals with like penguin random house and all that stuff Mm -hmm. and like i'm on his list of shows that he's been on (laughs) and it goes around to like publicists and all this stuff and he's just like yeah he's like everyone digs it i'm like really i'm like all right cool well well, it's kind of works for me if people if they're offended by it you don't want them on your show anyhow really one time, one time, that's horrible for them. Yeah. One time I was going to have this guy on and he was like a really, really religious guy. And it's that he didn't mind the curse. He just, he thought it was a slight against religion. I had to explain okay. it. I had to explain it to his publicist that that's not what it is. It's just like, hell fucking yeah, like an emotion, like, you know, right. like excitement. That's all it is. And then he did the show and he didn't say a word about it. So if it's taken out of context, maybe. Yeah. Um, but as you can see on the logo, I just cover the U and that's oh, kind of yeah. how I get away with it. Cause when you go to the podcast platforms, they like censor it or they take it down. Okay. So when I do that is they just, they can't do anything about it. <laughs> I, lo- I love, I love the intro where they're singing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I get like, asked about that, that all the time. Where'd that come from? Like who did the, so there's a website called Fiverr okay. and they basically do shit you don't want to do. Like um if you need if you need a graphic or you need like a theme song or something or yeah. even like a little jingle they'll do it for you for five to 20 bucks like it's pretty cheap okay um so i wanted it to sound like heavy metal kind of 
So, oh yeah, uh, I found this guy in uh, in Italy. He was an, he's an Italian heavy metal <laughs> singer. I'm like, this is perfect. This is absolutely perfect. It was like ten. It was like ten bucks. I was like, dude, all I need is you to scream hell fucking yeah. That's all I need you to do. And he's like, I'll do one even better. He's like, I have a band. He's like, we'll play, we'll play this the music too. <laughs> I was like, fuck, awesome, hell fucking yeah. <laughs> and he sent it to me. I was like, oh my god, man, this is absolutely perfect. And it became the theme from Italy. From Italy for ten dollars, <laughs> dude. <laughs> and I own it. It's mine. You know what I mean? Like I own right, the rights yeah. to it. Um, You're rolling in the big bucks now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. So I was just like, this is fucking perfect. Oh, it's and, perfect. Uh, it is perfect. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Because <laughs> oh, uh, sure. when I first started it, I made like I don't even know what the hell. The first like couple episodes, I had like this own. I was talking on it. It just sounded so stupid. I was oh, like, yeah. I need. I was like, I need something just like punchy, you know. And then yeah. that's oh, where perfect. I came from. So yeah. <laughs> right, right, right on. Yeah. Uh, so I got my. I got a Casio keyboard right next to me from the eighties. I could have rolled you out of tune. Oh, dude, that would have been awesome, man. I love shit like that. Like, you know yeah and it I'm sounds all, like it's from the 80s so i'm totally into diy everything so one of my one of my guests uh andrew made me that flag right there he sews flags with the with the devil horns there um, oh, okay he's in the band well, fun the- you know the band fun yeah yeah i just watched your interview with that yeah oh, okay yeah yeah mm-hmm. uh he made me that flag so it's kind of cool to have to have that like community collective you know Oh, for sure. Uh, I get like all kinds of signed records. There's so many perks, you know, even the guy from Hoarders sent me his book like the other day. I didn't even know I was getting it. Um, oh, sweet. I go in the mailbox and like people send me all this cool shit. And honestly, if I never got a dime for doing any of this, just that alone is fucking cool to me. So if you get some old rusty oily chain in the mail, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I welcome it, man. That'd be awesome. <laughs> right. <laughs> Damon, so, man, yeah. it was an absolute pleasure. And oh, um, same here, brother. Same here, man. I will see you hopefully, you know, this summer, or if not, we'll keep, we'll definitely keep in touch. Like um, I said, you're always welcome, man. Appreciate sure. that, man. Would love to. This is, my fir- <laughs> this is my first podcast. Really? I'm proud. I'm proud. You did, you did a great job, man. Because I I couldn't tell it was your first, dude. Dude, that yeah. blast, man. Same here, man. So, Thank you so much. And uh, like I said, we'll keep in touch. Cool. All right, right Damon. On, Thank you, man. All right, man. Talk see to you in a little later. bit. Later. Peace. Hey!